0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Some nursing homes could be in danger of closure with inflation costs spiralling and the fair deal scheme contracts not keeping pace with those costs. Uh, so says the CEO of Silverstream Healthcare, Tom Finn. Tom, good morning.
1: Good morning, Pat. How are you?
0: I'm very well. Now tell me about Silverstream Healthcare. How many uh, homes do you have?
1: now we currently operate 11 nursing homes around the country with a 12th one under construction at the moment
0: now the and um, most straight away the people will say why are you building more if there's no money in this game
1: well it, 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 it's a very good question and it, it, it is a size we had and a project that was agreed prior to inflation so we were lucky enough to be able to continue with it um you know, looking at new nursing homes and new sites now with inflation, both in building and interest rates, it, it wouldn't be feasible to, build, to start building a new home now.
0: Now, you've been hearing from other uh, people who run nursing homes. I mean, uh, in terms of proprietors, uh, Silverstream is, is no longer an Irish company. Is that so it's operated by a foreign company?
1: No, Silverstream was founded in in, in, in 2002, 2003, and it is an Irish company. It is uh, owned by a Dutch private equity company. That makes it a Dutch company, believe it or not. Yeah, Irish operated. Yeah, I just
0: wanted to clarify that. And there's no issue whether it's, you know, Japan, China, Germany, the Netherlands, which run a company. I have no issue with that at all. It's an Irish operated company. But you've been hearing from other operators who are feeling the pinch.
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, we all are very aware that, that 17 or 18 homes closed last year. And, you know, the NTPF you know, obviously uh, administers the budget on behalf of the HSE and, and ultimately the Department of Health. Um, but, you know, typically the, those increases have been in the, in the area of 2% per, per annum, you know, with healthcare inflation yep. is in typically around 10%. So it's always been behind and it's a long time uh, legacy problem. But that's obviously... Uh, Become far more uh, critical Mm -hmm. in the last year, year and a half, with uh, inflationary rates, particularly since since last March, when uh, a lot of the costs went up. But not just, it's not a short term; it's it's a long term issue. Particularly, uh, wage inflation is 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 here to stay. Now, uh,
0: um, obviously, staffing
1: is a crisis at the moment.
0: One of the problems is if you can't offer competitive rates to your staff, they'll go somewhere else.
1: Exactly. We we recruit staff. Uh, a lot of our staff uh, come in from abroad. We spend uh, it's about 8,000 euros to bring in a nurse and maybe 5,000 euros to bring in a carer. We train them. Um, but, but ultimately, they stay with us for two years and their career path takes them then into the HSE and, and, and into the hospital sector. Um, so it's very difficult to retain uh, these staff yeah. because this is part of their career path. So it, it becomes very expensive to to bring in so, so staff effectively you're you're you're
0: them. bringing in staff and training them up only for them by and large to be poached by the hse
1: exactly yeah i mean they they will get obviously better terms and conditions that no private sector can compete with and um they they um that's part of their career part they almost tell us when they come in from abroad that we will, you know that their, their their objective is to go to the hse because you know, the they condi- terms and conditions are better. Like this year, there's a you know, 6.5% increase. You know, the private sector can't match that. We've, we've given price uh, increases as far as salaries go, but it's not just salary, it's, it's the terms and conditions yeah, and the sure. benefits that go with working in the public sector.
0: Yeah. Uh, mind you, you wouldn't uh, see that that's appreciated by many of the people who are articulating their difficulties on air from within uh, the public sector uh, at the moment. Uh, and I've no doubt that many of those difficulties are real but you are saying that compared to your workers, the people in the HSE are much better off.
1: When it comes to salaries, carers in the HSE are, 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 would would be on a, a much better uh, financial yeah. arrangement. Nursing is on par, really, because that's you know they're pretty much set. But when it comes to carers, uh, the, the terms and conditions are far better, and carers are the backbone, really of. Of, of the, the nursing the home sector, of a nursing yeah.
0: Home. So, in these contracts that you have uh, with the the uh, national treatment purchase scheme, uh, part of the HSE, are, are there any variations available to you?
1: Um, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I mean the the, the the way this has happened is that some nursing homes are are, are somewhat out of sync with inflation. Uh, it's always been behind inflation. And yeah. it's been a long term problem, which is is a constantly reason. But so some of our nursing homes, for example, would have been negotiated prior to the hyperinflation you know, as a result of the, the, the crisis in Ukraine. So technically, those roll over year on year. So these contracts are anywhere from nine months to 21, 24 okay. months at the moment.
0: But there will and come there a will point be that, that these, can't be changed. these contracts, though, do come to an end, I presume, at some point and have to be um, yes. renegotiated. You, you say, how long is the longest period that you might be kind of, Imprisoned into a particular contract.
1: Well, I think in 2022 um, there seem to be rates now you know put in place slightly higher than they were historically, but are locked in for up to two years.
0: Okay, so but you do one, get an opportunity, opportunity after, after two years. You do get an opportunity to make your case and when that opportunity yes, comes. It always,
1: it's never been higher. It's never been higher than two percent. Yeah, uh, that, that's the problem when, when inflation is far higher than that. Yeah.
0: So I'm just wondering when uh, the contracts are up for renewal, and everybody knows about inflation. Um, will will your pleas for a better deal from the Fair Deal scheme uh, be falling on deaf ears?
1: It typically, you know, has been. You know, it's it's. It, there's no you know, every every county has different averages and different rates, despite the cost being pretty much the same. But, you know, this is not a criticism of the NTPF. I mean, they have a, they're given a budget to administer um, and and it's worked well to a point. Uh, like when, when the Fair Deal started, uh, the profile of residents was very, very different. Uh, and the, you know, so now our average length of stay, you know, would be probably less than a year where, you know, back then it was probably four years. So residents are coming in far sicker. Uh, and this is a great thing. I mean, this means that the HSEs, policy to keep people at home as long as possible is mm-hmm. working, but from a nursing home point of view they're coming in far sicker for a far uh, shorter period of time so the care ratios to look after these residents are going up dramatically while the NTPF rate uh, or the fair deal rate is not moving uh, in, in a similar mm-hmm. way so you know, the, the number of staff we have to have in the homes now is far greater than it was when fair deal was introduced cost How likely higher. is it
0: that it will force say any of your nursing homes to close
1: i think there's a bit of a, a misnomer out there that that small nursing homes within groups are are immune from these cost pressures clearly there's economies of scale from being part of a group but that runs out after a period of time and demographically where a nursing home is located ha, has a huge impact um, because uh, a lot of these residents really only have fair deal they they they, they have no funds to pay for uh, additional charges service charges uh, you know uh, cigarettes uh, um or outings and stuff like so we we fund that in, in one home we end up paying the the balance of the um, drugs payment or not the the uh, medical card scheme for drugs you know they there's a 350 mm-hmm. charge 250 is paid by the by the by the, the, um, the state through the uh, fund and the other euro is responsibility of the resident in some cases we end up having to pay that in order to assure the pharmacies keep supplying medicines to our residents, and that's how how difficult it is in some homes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not sustainable.
0: Yeah. So, are there any moves afoot to negotiate with? Um, you're saying that the, the National Treatment Purchase Fund do the best they can with the budget they've been given, but going higher up above them to the HSE or even to the minister uh, to try and get some movement for you, because the last thing anyone would want is for a nursing home to close, creating massive problems for patients and their families, for residents and their families, uh, but equally to to sow some, some sort of concern in people in nursing homes that their future, however long or short it might be, is not secure.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, it, I'm very certain, I like, mean, there is a crisis looming, like you know, organi- groups like ourselves, you know, until things level out, won't be building new nursing homes, and at the same time, they're closing quite frequently, and we'll continue to close. We get calls every week from homes that that can't, you know, stay going and looking to sell their business. But for us, they still would they they wouldn't be sustainable either. So we end up uh, like you know, we we take in residents, and and you're going we're going to run out of beds in time uh, if if there's a gap in construction of 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 new nursing homes. Okay. I think. Uh, The NTPF, there are three very good people who who we meet and who negotiate. But within the resources that they're given, I think everyone realizes that the system is broken uh, from a funding point of view. Uh, But that has to be addressed. But but it's not the NTPF and it's really not the HSE because they get allocated a a budget for fair deal as well. So ultimately, this this comes down to as as a decision of of, um, uh, the, the government you know, our our energy bills, you know, fine, we all talk about it has gone from fifteen cents to fifty four cents the kilowatt hour, but that's very small and may go down. But what won't go down is the additional costs we have to pay for, for pay increases and, and other um services that that, right. that are labor
0: based that will continue to go up. Tom, thank you very much for joining us. That's Tom Finn, CEO of Silverstream Healthcare.